0: What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Third Eye Sifes. My name's Natalia, and it is a beautiful day. I'm not too sure what the weather is outside, but it seems pretty nice. I think it's sunny, but it doesn't really look sunny. It's, like, partly sunny. (laughs) I feel like I give, like, a super bad weather description. Well, at least in the last episode, too, it was just, like, it was it was just weird. Anyways, I feel super good this morning. I don't know why. I kind of feel like in a very chill, meditative state, like kind of like high. You know, like uh, I'm not high though. I mean, I'm high on life, but like it's it's a very similar kind of chill feeling. Um, today I have a I have some awesome stuff to talk about. Uh, one of them being my new book release that I've been like hinting at these past few episodes and it's finally here it's finally here and uh, I'm gonna be doing like short reading I guess of the f- first chapter kind of give you some insight of what's in it and uh, it's not very not very long it's pretty short um, but the original was even shorter I actually added some stuff but um, you know it's so funny how like Such small, small things can make big changes. Um, Also mentioned in my book as well. Uh, But yeah, so we're going to be doing that. And I'm going to be talking about what happened at the expo that I went to, that I mentioned in the last episode at Thrive 360. And um, what else? What else? I guess we'll just go from there. Um, So let me start by talking about what happened at the expo. Um, So as you know before, on uh, the 22nd, 2022, 2020, um, it was super energetical, and, uh, I had plans to go to, like, this amazing event with my friends, which came out, s- it turned out so good, like, it was so fun, the entire crew showed up, and it was, like, the best thing ever, it was, it was just amazing, it was so fun, but, um, I went to sleep super late, like, 5 a.m., everybody left my house at, like, 5 a.m., basically, and, um, or maybe, like, four or something, but I went to sleep at, like, five, five in the morning and then I had the expo in the morning which started um at 11 and I didn't end up showing up until like twelve thirty because my rest was like way way more important than than making the first hour and a half of the expo um because it went on until seven even though I left around like six but um yeah I was like pretty tired anyways so um yeah the event was awesome uh showed up to the expo at twelve thirty, I would say so I kind of missed the first panel I believe um the panel that i i first showed up like when i first showed up that was going on was um i think it was about uh toxins yeah it was about toxins and like our everyday items so our toothpaste our clothes our makeup our sheets just all the toxins that that we're surrounded by all the time and we don't even realize it and um how we can kind of uh prevent these toxins from from entering our lives and and keep a, a more healthy life um I didn't take much from it. I was like, I was listening at first, but I was more interested in um, like everything else that was going on around me. So I was just wandering around. Um, didn't really pay much attention. I should have, so I can like relay this information to you. But uh, I was more in my my curiosity kind of mode. So I was just like wandering around. There was a lot of awesome vendors there. Some jewelry. Some like mushroom tonics. Uh, like farmers um, water, they had, like, this free water there that you can drink, but it was, like, super, like, charged water, like, it was all held in glass, and it, it was, like, super filtered from, like, everything, basically, and, like, charged, and it was, it was super intense water, and it was, it was awesome, I needed it, literally, because I was so drained from the night before that I was just, like, drinking all the water, and it was, it was a great help, but, um, after that expo ended, I mean, that, not the expo, the panel. After that panel ended, um, another one started immediately after. And I was about to, like, you know, get get into it, you know. But then uh, this guy came up to me and he was like, hey, we're doing breath work in, in the other room. You want to join? And then I was like, oh, I'm down. So I went to go. And this is, this is going to be the best thing to talk about ever. So this is my first time doing a breath work workshop. Now, I have researched into pranayama and like how to do it but I never actually went about doing it I would like kind of do it to like see like okay this is how I do it but I wouldn't actually go through like doing it for an hour or anything and that's how long this was it was an hour and um yeah so I I never really did did complete breath work like that so he kind of like started by by talking about himself a little and then we just kind of went right into it and it was me and um a handful of other people maybe like six seven eight other people in in the room with me and we all laid down on yoga mats and the uh breath work exercise that we had to do um I would say research into it first uh before like just doing it immediately after hearing me talk about it but I mean you could if you want but um I'm not gonna really like tell you exactly how to do it but it's just basically like strong inhales from starting from your stomach into your lungs like inhale fully strongly and then exhale like softly like restfully so it'd be like but like all through your nose and then like we kind of switched back to our mouth for like a little bit and then we switched back to our nose um and this all lasted an hour and we had to lay down close our eyes and just do this breath work at at a fast pace so like like basically like that and within two minutes not even within two minutes like almost immediately as soon as I started it my entire body was vibrating, like, immensely, and I don't know if this happened to a lot of other people, because nobody else, like, they said they felt the vibrations, but I don't know, like, how soon they felt it, and then even somebody talked to me after, like, wow, you felt it super soon, like, that's pretty impressive, I was like, I mean, I didn't do it on purpose or anything, but then again, I have had a, like, vibratory experience like that, um, during a meditation that I did, um, from reading a book about, like, past trauma and stuff like that, and, um, it was super intense and i even like documented it in my study book because i was super like interested and like freaked out about the experience that i had just had naturally but then i was also like under the influence of weed so i didn't know if that was um like uh accelerator for that meditation or for like increasing my vibration um so that was like kind of the theory like can i can i reach this state without being high and um i did reach the state during this breath work, but it was, it was kind of different than the one that I had in the, in the the meditation, um, thing that I had done before, but anyways, yeah, so my body was, like, vibrating immensely, and I was, like, oh, like, it felt so familiar, because I've had, I've had multiple experiences, kind of, very similar with my body vibrating like that, um, and especially, like, when my, when my vibration's very high, so I believe that that's what, that's what that was, um, and that's kind of also what I heard, uh what happens before you astral project so a lot of astral projection videos that i've watched and like how to's um you kind of get to the stage where your body's vibrating immensely and that's kind of the thing that snaps people out of the meditation or out of like right about to astral project and that's why a lot of people fail because they they just can't take like how strong the vibrations are but once you pass that then you actually astral project i don't think i was gonna astral project like during the breath work or anything i think that's just something that was that was happening but um yeah, so my body was vibrating, and then um. Midway, like this. Remember, this is lasting an hour, and this already had started like two minutes in. Midway, kind of like twenty five minutes in. I, I wasn't timing it or anything, but he he even said like, oh, this is the halfway point or whatever. So like, uh, I'm assuming it was like kind of like twenty five minutes in. Uh, and he even said like, your no, your muscles were gonna clench and stiffen, and my hands were like stiffening so much like falling into each other like rigor mortis kind of and like I could not open my fingers at all like they were just so tightly like fixated in this like clenched like weird position and I couldn't open my hands and then like so I was laying flat on my back And then um, I had my arms to my side, but my arms kept wanting to, like, move upward. Like, kind of if you're doing a jumping jack and your hands are above your head, they kept wanting to move, like, upward. And I would try to, like, push them down, like, put them back on my side, but they would just kind of want to go back up. And me studying, like, chi and prana flow and how it flows throughout my energy, I understand that, like, the way energy flows in my body. So it was just that the energy was flowing so strongly that, like, even my physical body couldn't control, like, my vibration, basically, and, like, how, how I can, um, how I can, like, manipulate it, I guess I would say, so, um, yeah, my arms kept wanting to go up, I couldn't move my hands, and then, kind of, like, 10 minutes into that, my feet started to, like, kind of clench to and stiffen, and I couldn't move my, like, my ankles or my feet either, but I was still, like, stuck, basically paralyzed in a way, but I'm still doing this breath work, I'm not stopping the breath work, and he, as he's going around, you know, kind of, like, patting people and, like, helping them saying, like, okay, you're doing good, and then he kept saying, like, you know, you're doing a good job, so I, I knew I wasn't, like, doing anything wrong or anything, and then, um. so, yeah, then about, like, after the, after the midway point, um, it just really started to hurt, like, the clenching in my hands, It was just extremely painful. So I was, like, lifting up my body as I'm doing the breath work, lifting up my body and then putting my hands, like, under my hip bones and kind of, like, moving my hips and, like, my butt on top of my hands to, like, kind of massage them or, like, put them behind my head to massage my palms and stuff because it was just getting extremely, like, painful, basically, because they were so stiff. And he kind of saw that I was, like, in pain. So he came to me and he, like pried open my hands because you had to pry them open like this was something that was actually happening and he was like prying them open and like stretching my fingers and like massaging my palms and afterwards he told me that this isn't good like you shouldn't really do that if you just keep breathing through it if you just breathe through it your hands will open up and everything will be okay and i did notice that that after he did that my left hand immediately opened up and i could move my hand but my right hand was still kind of stiff um but he said that they would just open up automatically if you just breathe through it and, and, and got through it. But um, so, yeah, then that was just, like, extremely insane. um, And then we switched to the mouth. Uh, so beforehand, he had said when you do it through the mouth, it's very, like, prana intaking. So, like, you're going to be in- intaking way more energy. and But he said that we do it through the nose because it, it brings in more habits. So he said the mouth brings in more prana, but the nose brings in brings in better habits, um, so, but I didn't, and then somebody even said afterwards, like, because we kind of did, like, a sharing circle at the end, he said that he noticed a lot of energy was taken in more when he did it through his mouth, but when I switched through my mouth, I didn't really, if anything, I felt like less energy was being, like, and my throat was drying up super fast, too, because, like, the strong wind that's going in and out of my mouth, but, um, I didn't really feel more energy coming in and out through my mouth when, um, when I switched to my mouth, um, but my nasal passages were completely clear afterwards, like, I could literally, like, it felt like there was nothing, like, right now, like, my nose is a little stuffed, I feel like my nose is kind of always a little stuffed, I don't know if I have, like, problems breathing through my nose or something, because I do sleep with my mouth open, because I can't really breathe through my nose when I sleep, so, like, I think that's a thing for me, but, um, I could, like, I felt like nothing was in my nose whatsoever, and, like, clear air was just going in and out of my nose by the end of it, but, um, yeah, so, towards like the middle end, the vibrations were still happening, but they weren't as intense as they were in the beginning, they kind of had like slowed down, and also my breath had gotten easier, so when I first started, I had to get used to the pace, so I was like, (laughs) like that, but then by the end, I was like, (laughs) like, but doing it, perfectly fine. Like it was just weird. Like by the end I was doing it at a way faster pace. Like I just kept getting faster and faster and it's supposed to be at a fast pace. So I guess I just got used to the way I was doing it. And then, um, yes. So then at the end we kind of, uh, laid down and did like a short meditation so it was just, like, us lying down, and I automatically fell into a meditative state, like, the whole time, so this was kind of supposed to be a trauma-releasing thing, it wasn't specifically for trauma-releasing, but it helps with trauma-releasing, and it helps get through all this stuff that's, that's inside, and I even heard people, so there was this one guy in the room, right, who had been through, like, a lot in his life, like, he even said it a little beforehand, and, um, I'm not gonna share, because it's not my story to share, but, um, he shared a little beforehand and he was like, well, it might, a little bit might come out and like, I don't really know what to expect or whatever. Cause I guess he's never done it before, but you can hear him like during this process of like us doing the breath work. He was like, Oh, Oh, like, I don't know if he was crying, but like it sounded super intense. A couple other people sounded intense too. And I actually like when I was in pain, I was like, Oh, like I was like kind of not whimpering, but like just like, oh, like in pain sounds like I had no choice. It, it was pretty painful, but, um, yeah, so, I didn't really have, like, I don't know if I, like, I, I mean, I do do a lot of shadow work, like, I do get to try to get to the roots of, like, my triggers and my problems and stuff like that, so maybe I don't have, like, any trauma, like, and I, I didn't have a traumatic childhood or anything like that, I mean, like, moving around a lot was traumatizing at the time, but I've... I've learned to transform that and, and, like, completely change it over. Like, I don't feel traumatized anymore or anything like that. Like, I don't feel like I have any traumas. So I guess maybe, like, I wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be trauma-releasing for me. So during it, like, random memories were coming up. But, like, not even memories, like, full memories. It was just kind of, like, flashes of random memories. But not anything, like, useful or anything, like, important like, oh, I remember that, like, I remember when he hurt me, or I remember when I cried about this, or when I was sad, or, like, it wasn't anything like that, it was just literally random memories, like me walking to the store, or, like, just uh, something super random, and I would just get, like, short flashes of memories, but, um, I guess that's releasing, like, I, I don't really know what that was, but, um, it wasn't, it didn't feel like I was releasing trauma, specifically, but, um, Yes, yeah, so then in the meditative state, I literally f- fell right into a meditative state. Like practically asleep, not asleep, but like in, in, in a meditate. If you have actually been in a meditative state, then you kn- it's like sleeping, but you're not sleeping. You're just, your mind is just sleeping. But like you're kind of aware of everything that's around you, but you're not oh, like paying attention to it. Like you're not with it. I don't know how to explain it. But um, I was, yeah, I just snapped right into it and then... I guess he told everybody to, to sit up and to get up, but I didn't, I didn't hear him, I guess, but then, like, I kind of heard him louder, like, okay, guys, like, I guess, and, like, he, he was, like, everybody get up now, but, um, I, as soon as I went to go sit up, like, everybody was already sitting up, that's how I figured that he had already said it before, as soon as I sat up, I literally could not get up, like, I sat up, and I fell right back down, he was, like, it's okay, it's okay, and He was, like, kind of laughing, and I was, like, like what just happened to me like this whole experience was insane and I can't even get up and then I, I just sat I was, like sitting in this circle with everybody like about to share and I'm sitting there and then like so the vibrations had kind of stopped, especially in the meditative state, like, I wasn't doing the breath work anymore, so I wasn't vibrating anymore, and then, um, but when I sat up in the circle, my whole bottom half of my body was, like, vibrating densely. like, after everything, we're in the sharing circle, like, I'm sitting cross-legged in lotus position, and my whole bottom half, like, my legs were just, like, extremely vibrating, but then the top of my body was, like, completely fine, I don't know if it was because, you know, like, I was laying down, so, like, my legs fell asleep, that could be, like, a huge possibility, but it didn't feel like they were asleep. It felt like a mixture of being asleep, and then, like, the same vibrations, but, um, yeah, so, I, um, I felt super high afterwards, kind of, like, the same high I feel after getting out of meditative state, or, um, breath work specifically just makes you high. It's natural highness, um, so I, I definitely felt um, that, that very lightheaded kind of awareness around me, and, um, one of the girls was like, yeah, I feel high from the breathwork, and she hadn't done it before, she was like a Kundalini teacher, and, um, she just loved the experience, and then, like, the, the one guy that I mentioned before, with like, the, the traumatizing life and stuff, he, he basically just shared everything, like, it was, crazy like I don't know if that made him share everything or like he just felt the need to like that was his way of releasing but um it was just super uh like he just like told us almost everything but like he was also like saying it super low so I couldn't catch details but um it seemed pretty intense and I was like what the heck but um and I haven't talked to him afterwards I was like man you're so strong like I don't like I can't even imagine Oh, I didn't say I can't even imagine but I was just like you're so strong um, you know I'm like so sorry for what happened or whatever but um, yeah everybody everybody just like was super high off of it and then um, sharing like what they felt and, and the experience and then kind of when it got it got to my turn the workshop was going in so I couldn't really share but I talked to the, the teacher afterwards his name's Eric Cassano Let me see his Instagram. He has a breath work workshop um like a breath a breathwork work healing center or just a healing center in general um in malibu if you guys are interested i would highly suggest going to him just because like he taught me the most simplest of breath. he even told me it was more powerful than pranayama like pranayama is like Well, there's different types of pranayama, but, like, the ones I've specifically been researching into is, like, inhaling through one nostril, exhaling through another, holding, like, tension, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, his name's Eric Cassano, and, um, he's a breathwork coach, and then he's also in, like, a Kirtan, uh group like band he said he's like a mixture between because he saw my tattoo and then he even gave me palo santo he was like you like zeppelin and then because he saw my zeppelin tattoo and i was like yeah zeppelin's like the beginning of everything for me man um but yeah it's kind of like a mixture of zeppelin and uh cutin which is uh basically uh how do you say like devotional music um like kind of um yeah devotional music um to like source or a spirit anything, but, um, it's, like, a rock group, too, which is really cool, and then he invited me to a tea party at his house that night, but, I uh, it was all the way in Malibu, and this, like, a little too far for me, and I had work the next day anyways, and I was, like, super tired from the night before, so I just, like, didn't end up making it, I, w- I wish I could have, though, it'd be awesome, but, um, yeah, me and him talked to a little bit, I told him about, like, my experience, and then, um, he kind of told me, like, the history of how he got into it, and, uh, just, like, it was, it was an amazing experience, I don't know how else to explain it, but, um, I definitely want to show Justin, my boyfriend, because, um, after I told him, I was like, I can't, I literally cannot get over this experience, like, it was the most, one of the most intense experiences that I've ever had in my life, and simply just from breath work, um, but yeah, it was so crazy, sorry, (laughs) and, um, yeah, so that happened, I did the breath work workshop, and then when I got out, um, yeah, we were talking for a little bit, and then I was hungry, so Justin kind of met up with me, and I could, like, go in and out of the expo, so me and Justin wanted to go have lunch, and that was, like, kind of, like, an hour, so, like, the expo was kind of, like, at midpoint this way, it was already, like, four o'clock, kind of, when I, when I got back into the expo from having lunch, and then, um, they were doing a panel on, like, so the one that I was waiting for was um, food food as medicine, basically, and medicine as food. And um, it was just, like, talking about how important food is um, for our health and specifically what foods we're eating and what type of foods we're eating. So it was kind of just saying, like, the worst foods you could possibly put into your body. Um, and I think somebody said, like, the the four – for R's or W's or I don't know I don't know but um what I did learn was that these are like the worst stuff to put into your body so white sugar white sugar uh white flour I believe um what was the other thing I don't remember the other ones but I know it was like processed foods anything with like colorings like artificial colorings or scents Definitely a no-go. Um, there was uh, a lot of other ones. I I don't really remember. But, I mean, I'm sure this is all stuff you can look up. And these are all, like, authors of, like, uh, books and stuff like that about, like, food. So, this whole expo is kind of, like, um, holistic health kind of expo. So, like, how to take care of yourself naturally. And it was so funny because none of those people during that panel had like said no to meat so like you would you would expect like the whole thing to be like pro-vegan and all the food was there was vegan like for sale but in the panels they never said that like eating meat was bad for you and I personally I feel like it depends because I'm vegan myself but um for many different reasons and other people are too but um I feel like it really depends, you know, somebody was like, make sure, you know, you're eating cage-free eggs, but that's what they said in the panel, right, but then when I've looked into what cage-free actually means, like, like, free-range eggs, that doesn't mean they're, like, running around all in the wild, like, all free and stuff, like, it literally means, like, they're not in individual cages, and they're all just kind of cluttered in in one, like, I've seen free-range cages, and, like, it's kind of, like, telling you one thing like making you think it's something but it's really not like grass-fed meat like i don't they're probably just like i I, I don't even it's it's false advertisement i would say but um they were they were making sure like not to like don't eat these certain meats but eat these meats and make sure they're clean make sure you know your farmer that was the number one thing like make sure you know your farmer where your food's coming from because 80 percent of the food that we eat, we're eating pesticides, like, pure pesticides, and, you know, autism is, like, I I think it was, like, one in every 30 kids now will be born with autism, when years ago, like, our grandparents' age, like, autism, like, the, the statistics to get autism back then were nearly not as high as, they are now especially with peanut allergy one in every three one in every five kids i believe have a peanut allergy in america like what and barely anybody had peanut allergies like literally all the the illnesses and diseases and all all these allergens that we have now in days have grown over time due to the foods that we're consuming not only the foods but the stuff that they put in our foods and just everything that, like, the pesticides and, you know, artificial colorings and, you know, caramel color. Caramel color is, like, the number one leading cause of cancer in our foods. That's in Coca-Cola. That's in anything that you can find it. in. Just look in the ingredients list on the things that you buy, and caramel color is in a lot of them. It's, it, there's an app that um, my psychology teacher in, in 10th grade had showed me. Um, it's called FujiKit and it's basically an app on your phone that it comes with like a barcode scanner. So while you're going food shopping, you can scan the barcode of the food of the item and it'll tell you um like on a, a rating like D, F, A, B, C, like how good it is for you, and it'll break down every single ingredient that's inside of that product and why it's good or bad for you. Um, so it was super helpful and um, that's how i I learned about the caramel coloring and stuff like that and it tells you even that it's the number one leading thing cause of cancer in america or in the world i believe but um that was really it that i, I had um taken from from the expo i just learned a lot about um food and toxins and um that breathwork workshop was crazy i also did a meditation with uh this guy who had trained with, like, this Chinese monk, and he kind of had, like, this whole altar space uh, up for, like, his teacher, and I had to, like, greet his teacher, like, the altar space um, before I went into the meditation. And uh, it's not a meditation I can share because apparently, like, it can only be passed down through his lineage. So, like, he showed me the meditation, but, like, I'm not allowed to share it with anybody else. They can only learn it from, like, anybody else can only learn it from from the t- that temple or like that lineage or whatever. But um it was just like it wasn't in a meditation room or anything. It was kind of like in the middle of the expo. But uh, I had to recite a mantra and the the mantra like it helped me f- like I fell right into it during the meditation. So like he's t- it was like a visualization meditation, so I'm sitting like with my eyes closed on the chair, reciting the mantra like silently out loud, but like mostly in my head but saying it out loud like but very like quietly, and not mouthing it, while he's, like, going through this whole visualization process, like, okay, now visualize this, now visualize this, but, like, as it's noisy around me, because it's the expo, I don't even, I'm not even focusing on any of it, like, all I hear is the visualization, but then I was, like, I couldn't really focus on the visualization either, like, I was literally just falling into the mantra, so I was just, like, saying it over and over again, and, like, falling into a meditative state, but, like, also still focusing on the mantra. It was super – it was actually pretty cool. Um, And, like, he kind of, like – and the whole basis of that meditation was, like – I'm not – I don't think it was, like, a Buddhist uh, philosophy or something. It was – and he had, like, at the – at his space, like, at his table, he had, like, a picture of, like, all the ascended masters. So, like, Jesus Christ, Shiva, Krishna, uh, Buddha – Um, just, like, all the, the high-ups of, like, all the religions and stuff, or, like, Eastern religions, and, um, he's saying that, like, all these people are figures of, of that one light, you know, that one source, and this meditation is to help you connect with that one source, basically, and, um, so it was super cool, and it was kind of, like, a short healing at the end, too, so as I'm reciting this mantra, he's, like, coming behind me and, like, directing this light into me, and, um, I felt i don't know if i just felt his presence behind me because i'm super like sensitive to like feeling presence presences around me so like i guess i felt him like on like hovering over me moving and stuff but like i don't it felt it felt odd i don't know if i felt him moving the energy into me or it just felt odd in general but um then there was this also like la- this other lady here went there too she's like meditation doesn't really work for me he was like oh well you know if it doesn't work it doesn't work but uh you could just try it and then he was like so how did you feel you felt good and then she was like yeah but you could tell she wasn't even really into it um but it, it was a very interesting uh experience um what else did I do there? I think that was really it. I was super tired from the day before but I knew that whatever I had taken from from that expo I I took well, while. I made really good connections. It was So, like, when you enter, you, you put a name tag on. So, like, it's a sticker, and you write your name, and then you write your intention. So, like, your intention should be, like, what you, what you intend to get out of attending this expo, right? So, I saw somebody with connection, and I felt like that was the best thing that uh, described what I wanted. I wanted to make connections with people, so I just wrote connection. Um, but, yeah, the expo was awesome um that was the first year that they did that they had like this cool guy here i posted it on my instagram as a video of like this guy and this was happening during while i was doing the meditation with the monk so like i didn't get to see his full show but he was like singing kirtan about uh like shiva and ganga and like all these like um you know hindu hindu uh gods and and things but it was super cool. I wanted to sing along, but I was like... As he was doing the Om Namah Shivaya, I was still in meditation. I was like, oh, man, I'm missing this. Uh, obviously, I was in a, a good meditator state if I'm thinking that. But uh, uh, I really wanted to, to do that. And then he was going to do more chanting in the room next door. But then I, I wanted to see the, the food as medicine panel. So um I just stayed for that. But, yeah, that was the expo. Um, I don't want to make this one too long because what happened last week, right? So I made that last week's episode episode was not even an hour long it's like 50 50 something minutes long right and I guess the the website that I use to convert my um my audio for the podcast it it's like down right now or something I don't I haven't checked this week but last week it was down and um or I don't know if they took it off or something because it's like server user not requested or something comes up and I'm like what um but I never had a problem converting and then since that was down like I tried converting somewhere else but then like no your file's too big and I was like what? so I had to like break the podcast up into like different sections and then like convert each different section but like I was also trying to do this before work super fast so like I tried doing that, but then even the cuts, like, even the sections that I was cutting them into were too big, too. So I had to cut them into, like, a whole bunch of sections, convert each little section, and it was just taking me too long, and I had to go to work. So I was like, oh, my God, I can't even post the, the episode this week or, like, this day, and I had to post the next day. But um, I guess, like, until this podcast gets bigger or something then I I can't do long ones it's just gonna be like way hard for me to or I I need to get a program that I can convert these easier I need to find a good program to convert these files so I have no problem and I don't have to go through like these third-party things that are super annoying but um yeah so about the book um what was I gonna say I was gonna talk about something else oh no 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 okay yeah so about the book um again as you know I mentioned this like in a couple episodes before and I've been hinting in like all these episodes about the release and I'm not sure where it is or how it's gonna go but I had to change the price for it um, as you guys may know or heard me mention before so I changed it to $2 so it's available for $2 Um, you can buy it on amazon for your kindle because it's only an ebook so like it'll only give you like that you can send it to your kindle or if you have an android or like any i guess smartphone they have an amazon kindle app like you don't need a physical kindle to to actually read it so if you have if you download the kindle app then you can just download kindle books or ebooks so you can buy that book and do it for the kindle app or your kindle buy it on barnes and nobles for your nook um which is like a kindle for barnes and nobles but an actual physical one i don't know if they have an app or anything but it's kind of pointless to get the app um might as well just go through amazon but um yeah barnes and nobles uh what's the other one apple it's on apple books so if you have an iphone there's just a whole section for like ebooks on on the apple store um it's on there for two dollars as well and then uh if you don't have like any of this or something um and you just have like an ebook reader or like you can just download an ebook reader on your phone or i think even if your phone has like adobe in it to to look at pdfs i think you can read you can buy it on the lulu bookstore um for i believe it's 250 on the lulu bookstore but um i get higher re- like revenue from from the lulu bookstore because that's like my direct uh self-publishing company or whatever um So, yeah, then I think you can just download there and download straight to your phone. And then you just need an EPUB reader. So, I think that's Adobe. um, Or, like, you can just go on your app store and, like, maybe there's free EPUB readers that you can just read it on. um, Or, like, your laptop or computer or whatever. Um, But, yeah, so you can buy it on those platforms. I'm in the middle of getting it on um, Google Books. I just set it up yesterday, so it might be on either tonight or tomorrow. If there's some issues, um, well, I'll just post updates on my on my Instagram. Also, I posted an update on my Instagram that um, this podcast is now available on Google Play. Finally, I was looking so. I know I've said, like, you know, it's on Google Podcast, but I didn't know that Google Podcast was like its own app. Like, there's an app called Google Podcast. Google Podcast doesn't mean it's on Google Play. Google Play is a completely different thing. So, I had no idea that, that that's what that was, because I tried searching for it on Google Play and I couldn't find it and I was confused. But um, then I learned they were two different things. So, it's on Google Podcast, but now it's available on Google Play. So, if you have an Android, and uh, if you have an Android, you automatically have like Google Play Books, Google Play Music. Google play, google play all this and so if you go on the google play music and then you go on like search you can like search through podcasts i think there's like a podcast tabs just type in third eye size and it's there and subscribe to it and then you get notifications Well, you can choose whether you want to be notified of new episodes or etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah um i'll also post an up- update of when it's going to be on google books uh the ebook so with that being said i will do a reading of the first chapter. Um, So this chapter is called um, Reasons and Purpose, and this is chapter one. This is kind of like, not the basis of the book, but um, the basis of the book is kind of like uh, viewing things in a kind of like going forward way or staying where you are. You know, the only way to be happy, not the only way to be happy, but a really important way And that's why it's called a road toward enlightenment. It's not the road toward enlightenment, but it's a way toward enlightenment, towards mindfulness. Um, So a way is to, you know, keep moving forward. Don't stay in the position that you are. Learn to release, I guess you would say. But yeah, this is the first chapter. It's called Reasons and Purpose. So here we go. Whether you choose to believe it or not, we each have our own reasons for existing. Now your purpose may not be as grand as maybe saving the world someday, but any ounce of change put into this reality counts as something. Let me explain this a little better. It's like the butterfly effect, a result in which large changes are created by the actions of one small change. Simplified, Amantz once said, you cannot remove a single grain of sand from its place without thereby changing something throughout all parts of the immeasurable whole. With this in mind, let's also think about our daily life and the people we're surrounded by. You, your neighbors, your friends, and even the people you walk past on the street all have experienced different things. You were all raised a little different, played different sports, traveled to different places, and have met many different people. These experiences are what shapes you as an individual and separates your reality from everyone else's. For example, let's say you grew up on a farm and were raised around animals. Because of this, you may have a greater admiration towards nature, agriculture, and animal rights compared to someone who may have been raised with a city mindset. This person may look up more towards fashion, nightlife, the impact of social media, and the advancement of technology. Both make up a small part of differences shared throughout each and every one of us and are both equally important for our future as a collective. Now let's fast forward 10 years. Because of your passion for a healthy environment and animal rights, and because of that other person who cares for the world's future and technology, you both ended up creating a system that not only reduces our carbon footprint, but also saves energy and the lives of millions of animals. This result came from our differences as humans, our passion for change, and simply one small idea. Now wait, how does this all tie into reasons and purpose? Well, While it may not always be obvious, changes are constantly happening. Some may be within our control and others within the hands of someone or something else. These changes are our purpose. People run around their whole life trying to find some sort of meaning to it. And while what I say is stop running, sit still a while and take a deep breath. See that everything and everyone is doing exactly what they need to be at the exact speed it should be done. We are making a change. Every day. The second I step out of my door and say hello to the next person I see, I have created a change in that person's life, which will create a change in another's. That is my purpose. And that was the first chapter. Uh, they're not very long chapters, but... um. Yeah, it's uh they're very small, simple ideas that can be super impactful and uh just add a new perspective to somebody's life that, you know, it may be super simple sounding to one person, but you know, to the next person like maybe somebody didn't even think of that, you know, some somebody needed to hear that. So that's kind of mainly what it was meant for. Um I wrote it when I was fifteen, not this way exactly um, if you want to read the original, it's very similar because it's basically the same exact book except, like, a little less uh, good writing, I guess you would say, and then, like, a little less detail, but um, it's available on Wattpad. It's called A Guide to Enlightenment, and, um, yeah, it's it's super cringy writing to me, but um, this one is kind of, like, a, a freshened up version of it. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that that small segment of it. Again, it's not a really long book, but it's only available for $2. If you'd love to support me, um, I mean, you're supporting me by listening to this podcast, so I thank you so much for that. But, um, if you're really interested in reading the book and would like to help me out a little bit, um, you can purchase it on Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble, Lulu Bookstore, and soon, uh, Google Books, or whatever. <laughs> um... But yeah, that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Um, kind of talking about my little breathwork experience, which is super intense, so it wasn't even little. But um, if you're actually interested in doing this kind of breathwork, um, and you live in LA, I mean, I'm not a breathwork coach, but it wasn't that hard to learn, and it's something I can I can help somebody do. So if you're interested in doing this breathwork, contact me. Um, or if you're interested in buying the book, you can still contact me, and you don't know how, or just anything um, and you live in LA, I'll do, like, energy readings or whatever, but, um, yeah, thank you, guys, I love you, I hope you have a wonderful weekend, a wonderful week, um, I have noticed that, uh, so the, the new moon was very releasing, and also this breath work that I did was pretty releasing, um, not everything had come up in the same day, but, um, it's happening over time, um, like in my dreams and stuff, just slowly releasing things of my past that I didn't know I need to release. But um, yeah, I hope you guys continue to release things that no longer serve you. I hope you guys keep pushing to become the best versions of yourself. Um, I would love for you guys to contact me. I love questions. I love inquiries. I just, I love all that. I would love to meet all of you. And um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for checking out my book and supporting me and I'll see you guys next week. All right, peace and love, guys.